Welcome to Fiberton Acres, a humorous look at horticulture, husbandry, and homesteading. I'm Rick. <laughs> and I'm Ashley. Uh, hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. How you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We've been sitting on the couch all morning. <laughs> We're like, finally getting around like, to doing our <laughs> Yeah, literally, like, touching. Because <laughs> it's cold. It is freezing here. Uh, it's actually snowing outside. Right yeah, now. no, it's legit freezing. Like legit freezing. We're not even. Not even speaking yeah, in hyperbole. Exactly. Just. Thank it, you. Yes. Um, uh, so what's new on the what's what's new? Do we have any new? corrections we need to make? Did we make any mistakes last week? Oh, we totally did. And now I forgot. I was like, oh, I wish I'd said this. Yeah. And then I didn't write it down. All right. Well. So uh, what did we talk about last week? Coyotes. Coyotes. Uh. Yep. Yeah. So you know what? Since we can't remember, last week's episode was flawless. <laughs> That's right. If you can't remember what you did wrong, you didn't then do anything wrong. It's just right. <laughs> we did uh, forget to do fences last week. I know. And then uh, the keeping up with the Clampets went and did a, podcast, a shout yeah. out and mentioned <laughs> our fences episode. When they start talking about their fences. Oh, yeah, that was sweet of them. So this week in fences is keeping up with the Clampets this week. Talked about their fences. Oh. That's my this week in fences right there. Go. Is that like meta? Oh, it's, <laughs> whoa, it's like a whoa. 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 I used to be able to do the Joey Joey Lawrence. Yeah. Whoa. Only a few. Whoa. Yeah. Ugh, only a few people will get that. Yeah. This is from Blossom. Well, good old Blossom. Man. I loved her hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh, what are we talking about on the show today, Ashley? Well, you picked this I week. I thought we'd talk about one of the animals we actually have this time. Coyotes. We did that last week. <laughs> we do have coyotes, but those aren't ours. Like, we don't try to take care of them. Well, we try to take care of them. If you know what I mean, we're going to take <laughs> care of them, man. Eh? As he does a little slashing thing to his throat. Uh, I meant uh, we have two animals. We have sheep and we have rabbits. I thought we'd talk about our Angora rabbits today. Nice. First, I, I do have to talk about one other thing. Oh, okay. What's that? Like, the people who are listening to this, obviously you listen to podcasts. Here's the thing I've been doing lately in my real life and everywhere I keep quoting podcasts as though they're like TV shows <laughs> that everybody watches. Like, do you guys do that? Like, or am I the I, only? I'm always like, I want more people to listen to the podcast I listen to. Or I should say, I want more people that I know right. <laughs> to listen to the podcast that I listen to. Like, I'm a very big Night Vale fan, and I there's so many things that I'm like, oh, I wish I could talk to someone about that this week. Right. Well, like, okay, so I love uh, Last Podcast on the Left and My Favorite Murder. Yeah, those are... Uh, Sawbones. All and, like, big ones for me as well. Yeah, so, like, at work, they were, at Joanne's, they were talking about uh, alternative medicines, mm -hmm. right? And so I totally mentioned... Uh, Something from Sawbones? Yeah, what's his name? Oh, no. Justin? No, the, oh. the guy they always talk about, old-timey guy. Oh, uh, uh, who said something about everything? Uh, oh crap! Um, doesn't matter. Anyway, I mentioned him. I had it. Pliny. Pliny the Elder. Yes, <laughs> they were 
talking about some alternative medicine, and I was like, I was like I'm pretty sure Pliny the Elder recommended that. And, and they, they were like, at you like you're a crazy person. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's a, it's a reference to a. We got really excited once because we saw someone wearing a shirt that said Pliny the Elder, but then apparently it's a beer. It is a beer, yeah. (laughs) We were were stoked because we thought it was a fellow Sawbones fan. And we were like, I love Sawbones! And he stared at us. Quick notation. Sawbones, totally family-friendly. My favorite murderer and last podcast on the left, definitely totally not, not family, family friendly. friendly. Not even adult friendly with <laughs> yeah, last podcast on the left. Don't even not PC. Don't so listen just, to uh... last podcast on the left, actually. No, it's it's No, we love them. Yeah. As long as you're okay with things that are pretty graphic. So <laughs> Oh and as long just as you're okay with Henry Zabrowski. He's <laughs> great. Uh, um no, so uh anyway, I, I realized I've also been listening to lore a lot. I heard that was good. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, like, I realized on this podcast, podcast, like, things we've been doing, or Mm -hmm. I, specifically me, my, hello, yeah, that's Oh No, Ross and Carrie. That's how they start their show, and I unintentionally just totally stole that. The corrections, uh, I'm pretty sure I stole unintentionally from uh, My Favorite Murder with Corrections Corner. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, I think when so, we say our intro and outro, that's Sawbones. <laughs> that is for Sawbones. You guys are all inspirations to us. So yeah, thank you. If you ever listen to our podcast, we're just shout out to you. Shout out to you. We're just the way less interesting uh, Sawbones. It's <laughs> like, and now everyone who listens to us is like glazing over and. <laughs> Right, we should get down to the business here of Angora rabbits. Yeah. Uh, so, they're fuzzy rabbits. Yeah, check. Boom. The Bunnies. <laughs> they do the nose thing that they're rabbits so are known to do. They're, they're adorable. They're big rabbits. Yes. They're a large breed rabbit. Uh, ours, and most of them, weigh somewhere <laughs> between 10 and 14 pounds. Uh, My friend Chuck... Once held our rabbits, mm-hmm. got a picture of him holding one, and it has been his Facebook profile picture for over a year. I think he finally changed it. No, it's back. Oh, really? Yeah, I just changed it back. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have currently have four Angora rabbits. Um, we got our first two breeding pairs. No. Our first breeding pair. Our first two rabbits, our first breeding pair. Uh what I was want to say, three years, no. two years, two three, years, two and a half, somewhere around there. Uh, Quick aside, yeah. Uh, we, you said two breeding pairs, and that means we have two pairs of right. People say they had two, and then they'll say on either side. They don't say one on either side. So that that I'm like you're doing that wrong because that means you had four of the thing, not two of the thing, right? I don't know what you're talking about. If you're like, oh yeah, no, so he had two, he had two lion statues on either side. Mm. That means there was four lion statues, right? You have to say one on either yes. side, right? Okay, because yeah. I always picture when people do that that it means four. So we got them two okay, and a good. half years ago. <laughs> it's just an English question. I'm sorry. It uh, comes up while we're doing the show. So yeah, the um, we got our ours, and 
we bred uh, once, and that didn't go well. Uh, I guess how many, that's... How many survived? Uh, none. Oh, good to know. <laughs> uh, apparently, the first time you have you breed, that can be an issue. They don't know what they're doing, and she had her out her litter outside of the nests, so they froze to death uh, because they're born without any fur. They're like little rats. Yeah, kind of mousy rat sized yeah, ours yeah. are anyway because they're a larger breed rabbit. Uh, second go round went much better, <laughs> and uh, we they're had. No, they're not rat sized when they're born. Yeah, they're pretty close. To they're not size. as bi- you mean as a baby rat. Oh, maybe more like baby rat. Like they're bigger than a mouse, but smaller than a rat. But they're but they're not. They're little still. Two inches long. Okay. All right. I was just picturing her birthing a rat, and that was like, no, it was not that big. (laughs) It's not that big. Uh, But I feel like maybe I'm getting ahead. We'll talk more about the breeding and stuff like that. Oh, okay. All right. So tell people more about uh, the rabbit. Well, history, that's that's where I usually come in. Give us Uh, some history. Well, the country of origin, Turkey. They're from Turkey, uh, from a place called, I can't say it right, so I have to look, Ankara, which uh, used to be known as Angora, which also is where the Angora cat and the Angora goat are from. So they're Turkish, just like, uh, you know, Turkey is also Turkish. (laughs) I don't think that's true, but... It's not true? (laughs) Why do we call it Turkey? Doesn't even make sense. I didn't look. I didn't click on animals of Turkey. Uh, so anyway, it has long, soft wool, according to Wikipedia. Gee, thanks, guys. We already know that. Uh, it's one of the oldest types of domesticated rabbit, though. Uh, which not that surprising, because like all the other ones are kind of pointless. Well, uh, I guess is because otherwise you're making would. Meat rabbits be domesticated? Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, yeah. They totally would, because cattle is domesticated. Okay, so meat rabbits. I forget people eat rabbit. I couldn't eat rabbit. I can only eat ugly things. (laughs) It's kind of of my rule. I don't... I don't know. There's some pretty cute piggies. (laughs) For the most part, once they're big enough to be delicious, they're not cute anymore. So... (laughs) I had donkey once in China. That's, those are adorable, so. No, they're not. They're adorable. Yeah. This is the bad guys from Pinocchio. Are you kidding me? Uh, anyway, the rabbits were popular pets uh, with the French royalty in the 18th century. And they spread to other parts of uh, Europe. Uh, first showed up in America in the early, early 20th century, which means 1900s by the way, just in case anybody out there is like me and it always takes you like just a half a second whenever somebody does the century versus the hundreds thing and you have to convert. Actually, that's kind of later than I would have thought. Yeah, no, me too. Like the early 1900s. It seemed like we brought like everything over. Yeah, we brought everything right away. And then we're, we're like, like ah, yeah, there's no repercussions. We'll just leave those <laughs> rabbits over there, which is probably good because like if it had been earlier, we would have just let them loose and they'd have been all over the country. Uh, only probably survive in cold parts of the country. Oh, at that and coyotes. They oh, would eat yeah. them. They they do well, hunt rabbits. 
If you're curious about coyotes hunting patterns, please see episode number last number eight. eight. Uh, you wonder how they would do in the wild? No, I wonder how coyotes would do eating them because there's a lot of fur. Would they get, would they get all? Would they get fur up? block? <laughs> so we'll talk about that later. That's a problem for the rabbits. But uh, so they, uh, they're bred for their wool. Gee, thanks. Uh, you can shear it, comb it, or pluck it. Uh, honestly, plucking is plucking it off. Combing it is combing it out, and shearing is shearing it off. Like. Um, I don't have to, to go into. I, I don't like, have to go into more go? on that. <laughs> I think that uh, was fairly. Obvious. It's self-explanatory, right? Mm-hmm. So there are four recognized breeds, and they're recognized by the American Rabbit Breeders Association, yes. also known Arba. 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 Uh, English, French, Giant, Satin. See, we have the English was the earliest. It was taken to England. Right? Oh, yeah? Yes. Uh, They said that it was more popular with French, and then it moved to England. Yeah. Would you listen? Oh, I was about to get there. Oh. Taken to England from France. Well, then it wouldn't be the first. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, the point is the satin rabbit is actually a hybrid rabbit between the French and the giant. (laughs) And later they introduced some fabric into the breeding process, and they gave up the satin rabbit uh it's actually a different breed first... of velveteen rabbit the velveteen oh, yeah. rabbit yeah it's a longer yeah. uh <sighs> there's also other breeds um german chinese swiss finnish korean and saint lucia but uh those are not recognized with the arba they're not official breeds man there is a specific uh Association for the German breeds, which is a completely separate one, and our first breeding rabbit was a German Angora. Oh yeah, man, an unofficial rabbit. But she, she could is... she she was registered, but she would only be able to be shown at one of the ones that were recognized for German. Actually, Angoras. she wouldn't be able to be shown. Well, yeah, because the person we bought her from tattooed the wrong ear. Right. With her registration yeah. number, disqualifying her from being shown. Yeah, but we didn't. We weren't. We knew we weren't going to show, so we thought we could still have little Miss Penny. She uh, was a good, good mom. She recently passed away late, earlier this or last year. Late last La- year. Yeah. Late last year. Uh, because of a continuing infection caused by uh, the lady grooming her when we bought her. We didn't know yeah, what we were doing. She snipped part of her undercarriage, told us it was fine, and the infection just came and went, like, constantly, mm-hmm. and I think... Finally just finally got just, too yeah. bad. Uh, yeah, there's plenty to learn about Oh yes, taking care of any animal, but... Yeah, there's an antibiotic that's really good for them. That's uh, an injectable antibiotic. It's, it kills most stuff that the rabbit will get uh, infected with. However, you have a 60% chance of it working and saving them, and a 40% chance of the antibiotic itself killing them. Yeah, because it, it kills all the good bacteria. Yeah, it's a super strong antibiotic, but it's that. Yeah, we so. had one other rabbit that, had, that got uh, uh, 
oh shoot, I forgot what it was called. But um, that was one. A that stomach have problem. And it was mucoid enteritis. Mucoid enteritis. And it was it's something you have to treat with uh, an antibiotic in, in all the research. Everybody was like, this is the only one that may actually work. But there's a slightly less than half chance that the 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 antibiotic itself will kill the right. rabbit. So, so yeah, they're they're dainty little animals. They really are. They I will... kinda got off track though, because I was gonna say our I was just talking about our breeds. Oh, rabbit. And then well, I... we're talking about the German. Yeah. Yeah. So we're and German. then the French. And yeah, so then our males are French, and so then all the babies were Scottish? Ger- <laughs> German <laughs> and French. <laughs> Ger- is there a place that speaks is that Belgium? I think it's oh, right. Belgium it's right between think. Germany and France and they speak German and French, right? So maybe we have Belgium. Oh no, Swiss. <laughs> is it Switzer? Okay, you keep okay, telling I'll about keep the rabbits. I I'll stop interrupting. I'm sorry. Uh so I'm going to nerd out while you do this, because this is what happens, is you go under your phone to look for something, and then I nerd out. So, being a fiber person, obviously that's why we breed all of our animals, Um, we care about the micron count of uh, our uh, wool and fibers. So that is um, how fine the the, uh, wool is, and how soft it is. So... To give you a it's sense, totally Switzerland, right? I think so. Um, our Shetland sheep are twenty to thirty-three microns, uh, and then you get into like alpaca are twenty to forty-one, uh, cashmere is fourteen to sixteen, mohair is twenty-three to thirty-eight. By the way, uh, lower numbers are better. Yes. So the lower it is, there's which I've always kind of wanted. There's a, po- a specific possum in uh, oh, the New Austra- Zealand. The, is it New Aust- Zealand? I think it's an Australian possum. Yeah. It was I an Australian possum. Uh, they have fiber that can be spun. Theirs is 12 to 14. We did see a skein once of yeah. uh, possum yarn. And we were got really excited. We were like, we gonna get us a possum <laughs> and we gonna domesticate it and we gonna have it living in a little cage out back and we gonna shear it and then we looked and it was it's yeah. this like specific Australian possum that's not allowed to leave no the country. Actually I guess it's a a bit of a nuisance that a lot of people actually kill the possums and then take the fur off. But uh so that's all to say, angoras are only 10 to 18 microns. Um, so it's finer and softer than even cashmere. Um, so they're very nice. We like to, right now, we've been blending their fiber with um, our other fibers, so with alpaca or with our um, Shetland wool. Um, and it's neat because if I remember correctly, and I should probably double check this, uh, it's a hollow fiber. Which? The angora? The angora. Yes, it is. So um, it traps in heat better. So you can have something really fine, but it still be fairly warm for you. I'm going to call our rabbits Belgian. I looked it up. It is Belgium. They speak Dutch, German, and French. Oh. So, 
See? Yeah. Uh, so, our, I mean, they're really sweet rabbits. They're big rabbits. Um, I always want, I always see those little tiny ones at the, at the store. Farm and supply store. I think store. it'd be hilarious to put a little tiny one with our big giant ones. Wouldn't that be adorable? <laughs> I, if they would get along, I we could totally do it. I, I have no see idea. see why they wouldn't. Maybe like females? Yeah. Would get along okay? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, they're, um, they're, what, like, most people see them and think they're really super cute and want one of them, but, uh, maintenance. They're high maintenance rabbits. Yes. They're definitely high maintenance rabbits. You have to pluck, shear, or comb them. Well, you have to keep them groomed all the time. You have to, because they get fur block. Yeah. And, uh, that Which basically. Is not cool. Yeah. Uh, they can't, like, pork up a hairball like cats or pass it any other way. So it just all gets stuck in their intestinal tract. Uh, and basically they'll starve to death if you don't take care of it. It will murder them. Yeah. Murders. Uh, so you brush them a lot. Uh, we shear our rabbits every three months or so because... Because um, it's fun to sit down with some Fisker scissors and just <laughs> go to town, man. We give them really bad haircuts every three to four months. Oh, come on. They're styling. Well, if all they the other all bunnies sat on still, then maybe... We usually have... give them like little emo, little emo haircuts. <laughs> it's great. Especially Jet. He's yeah. the best at getting an emo haircut. He, I can't have a bunny rabbit haircut right now. I just <laughs> this is kind of my emo you bunny. You totally do. <laughs> Oh no, that's uh, coming through on the mic. But I was gonna say though, our uh, most angoras grow about an inch of fiber, an inch of fur per month. So, and you want about at least three inches for spinning. So uh, that's why we wait about three months to do that. Um, but we brush them regularly and keep them trimmed in their in their sensitive areas. Uh, oh, uh, spinning! You can go back and listen to episode uh, number spinning. <laughs> uh, you spin me right round. Yes. I think we called it. Yes. Yeah, we talk all about spinning. I don't remember what number that one was, but um, man, I am gunked up today, man. I know it's, it's the weather. It is. I feel that way too. I mean, I know I keep interrupting, but I mean that's just how I am. It's it's cold. It is icky. It's lightly snowing right now. Welcome to Ohio. That's right. Yeah, Eastern Ohio. It's just where the the weather is weather. It snows. Uh, okay, so they get the fiber block. Uh, wool which block? Is, kinda, is that what they call yeah. it? Oh, yeah. It's kind of interesting because there's, um, like, basically a, uh, what do they say? It's like a, I'm trying to remember what it's. Uh, Panadin? I see that. Enzymes. Oh, Sorry. okay. Uh, <laughs> there's enzymes in papaya and pineapple that will help break up their um and that enzyme block. is called papa papanin i i did it <laughs> i did spot the right spot papain from oh. papaya and bromelain from pineapple so yeah it's kind of i thought that was interesting so sometimes Wait, so we'll give them a little hair? bit yeah they'll like so if you break like, down hair if you use a papaya shampoo you could go bald i don't think that's probably true but oh. I don't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. Don't use papaya shampoo. It's bad for you. Uh, 
Well, I mean, unless you want to be bald. Vin Diesel's know. bald. Vin Diesel's bald. There's That's nothing true. wrong with Vin Diesel. Uh, and you just have to have lots of hay for them. The hay helps. And lots of fiber. They, uh, Angoras specifically need extra fiber. So, uh, so yeah. I think going back to high maintenance, they need a lot of care. And because they are very woolly, <laughs> lots of fiber, uh, you also have to be careful of heat stroke with them. Uh, when we lived in California, we had a very interesting setup where we had misters, misters and fans. A fan and frozen water bottles. Frozen water bottles. Sometimes if it was a really bad day, we'd have to um, get damp towels and put them up so that way when the fans blew through... Uh, yeah, we had, when it's 113 out and you have, I mean, even with them trimmed down, they're still not feeling it. But one cool thing about them, as opposed to sheep or llama or alpaca or goats, you can bring them inside. Yes. You can just bring them on inside and play with them. I mean, Rocky tried to come in the other day, our ram, our Shetland ram. He did knock at the door with his little paw. Or at the steps to the door. Well, and then we opened the door and he was going to walk up the steps. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get the dog in and the sheep tried to come in instead. Yeah, he's been uh, being a little escape artist as of late. A turd bucket. A just turd bucket? Say, yeah, just say it. Just say he's been, been being a turd bucket. I've uh, not heard that one before, but I like it. Uh, so yeah. yes, they can come in. Because, okay, adorable. I'll mention Chuck again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he one time came over to the house mm-hmm. and wanted to hold the bunny. So we gave him, uh, Rory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Jet. I can't remember. I think it was Rory. Maybe it was Jet. Anyway, we gave him one of the bunnies and then we went inside, started watching YouTube videos. Three hours later, Chuck was still holding the bunny. <laughs> we were like, dude, you, do you want us to take him out? And he's like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> Holding the bunny. <laughs> Which is good for people who have allergies. Yeah. Uh, because bunnies don't have the same dander and stuff as uh, other animals. Yeah. Yeah. So if you you have animal allergies, you might be fine with bunny rabbits. Right. Which is cool. Don't use cedar chips as bedding, though. No. Uh, for animals. Because most people are actually allergic to cedar, number one. Like, it's one of the more common allergies. I also, I mean, we, there's a lot of different setups you can do. Um, we, uh, we do the, primarily the cage setup and, and let them go outside sometimes to run around. Because it drops, the droppings will actually drop. If you, you have to keep the, all the fur on the pads of their feet. Um, as long as they have that fur and it's doing well, you just keep that groomed as well. Uh, that helps protect their feet from the little... Um, grates of the cage, but yeah, it lets their droppings move through and keeps them cleaner. There's also um, basically like Warrens, like a outside um, system. We tried that at first for ours, but we didn't have it done correctly, so they escaped a lot. Constantly. <laughs> uh, but there is um, a woman on Instagram that I've been following, and I should next time I'll remember to shout her out. Uh, who has a really cool outdoor setup, and it's kind of what I aspire to at some point. But, uh, yeah, 
and then uh oh they can live uh seven to twelve years if seriously kept you know in good healthy shape and that's i did not know that indoor rabbits tend to live longer uh but just like indoor dogs who's laying there half dead looking <laughs> he's just <laughs> Our motionless. poor old dog 15. 15 year old black lab uh what else so uh well that was the end of the information section that i had printed here yeah i think wasn't it yeah pretty much uh yeah well was... cared for oh you have to watch out because they can mat easily unlike yeah. sheep and uh uh, goats like, and stuff. The, the fur gets matted. Yeah, it's because they have less guard hairs, which makes them better fiber to spin with, but right. uh, can mat. So again, constant maintenance with the bunnies. So I thought it would be maybe cool to share some bunny stories. Oh, okay. Such as, at our last place in California, uh, when they did escape from the, the hutch, uh-huh. we went out there and we were like, oh, there's we had four? Five. Well, when they were out in the hutch, we just had the two. Was it just the two? Mm-hmm. Okay, we went out there, and there was one. Yeah. And we were like, where's the other rat? And then we see this white, bouncy thing going along. And we were like, there he, there he is, or she, I don't she. remember which one she is. So we go chasing after her. She goes under a fence. And then the landlords came over, our friend lords, Jeremy and Miranda. And they were like, what's going on? And we were like, we're chasing a bunny. <laughs> Four of us are all running around trying to corral a bunny <laughs> rabbit in a field. And we got her. We did. For being a large breed rabbit, she's still pretty fast. They are surprisingly quick. Yeah. Uh, They're pretty funny. Yeah, actually, we'll, we uh, will take a little video of working with them uh, and put it on our blog. Um, another bunny rabbit story. I drove from Oregon to <laughs> the Ohio West Virginia border with six, five, five rabbits in the back of my car for a week, two yeah, weeks. Well. It ended up taking us two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. I've I've gone into this before, I believe, yeah, on the podcast our, about when, uh, when we did our recap. Yeah, that that uh, flies actually do spontaneously generate <laughs> uh, from rabbit poop. Apparently, is where they come from because the car was full of flies. So it was summer and it's, it's humid, as hot, clean as we were keeping those. Yeah, we clean those out, like, daily. Yeah. And it, I left the windows down in the car to get to let the flies out, but no. They were just... Oh, man. <laughs> it was rough. Oh, it was... It was you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know you weren't there, man. You were in a Winnebago. <laughs> I was. But I did take the car a couple times to the town uh, when we were getting parts for stuff, and... I was like, ooh, I don't know how you do this. <laughs> uh, other bunny rabbit uh, facts for people. One, uh, the lucky rabbit foot uh, origin of that, I'm sure exists. <laughs> and I totally probably should have looked that up before the podcast. That would have been an interesting fact. Yeah. Had we looked that up. Uh, you just came up with I just the realized fact that we should have looked <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Tell them a story. Um, so when Penny had her second litter she had 10 rabbits uh 
and we, I don't, I mean, I don't know what we would have done had all of them lived, because that would have been a lot of rabbits. That would have been a bunch of rabbits. But we ended up with um, four that made it through, uh, and they're little goofballs, total sweethearts. Uh, oh, and they, I'm, I don't know, it's kind of crazy to me, their gestation period is only tw- uh, 30 days. Yeah. So, which is that? So when nuts. they, I guess that's why they say breeding like rabbits, because they can just pop them out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the rabbit's foot. Oh, did you find it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's likely existed in Europe since 600 BCE hmm. among the Celtic people. So uh, in various uh, variations of this superstition, the donor rabbit must contain certain attributes and must have been killed in a particular place or by a particular method or by a person possessing particular uh, attributes, Attributes. such as, apparently in some cultures, a cross-eyed man. No! (laughs) Okay! Yeah. Did a cross-eyed man kill this? Otherwise, it's not any good. (laughs) Oh, whoa! Hmm. Apparently the reason it's around in North American folklore Mm -hmm. is because of uh, the African folk magic Mm -hmm. known as hoodoo. Really? Yeah. So, uh, that's where that comes from, is from African hoodoo magic. That's really interesting. Yeah, so our, like, North America, the way we treat it and stuff is actually more closer to the hoodoo. (laughs) There you go. Hey, that's a neat fact about (laughs) rabbit's foot. But but don't. don't Oh, but don't, yeah, don't, don't take your rabbits to a cross-eyed man to get. (laughs) No, it's, you know, keep those rabbits. Yeah, just go ahead and just brush them. <laughs> Have fun with your buns. Yeah. Um, that that thought never crossed my mind when we had a rabbit pass to hack off its foot. Oh, gosh. Good. Never... <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> just... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I never thought about that either, actually. Yeah, it's not a, not a natural thought for me. Um, so, that's... Now it's time for our weekly weekly updates, man. Well, I didn't know if we could oh, add in this week on the homestead. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, what do you got this week? Uh, well, we, uh, <laughs> I guess not a whole lot because it's been so cold. It's been so cold. That's uh, There's your update, folks. It's been cold. <laughs> it was warmer last week and we worked on fences. We did work on fences. We have to work on fences because of our... Which, yeah, sheep. I think, by the way, uh, if you want your own little farm mm-hmm. and all with livestock or whatever, just assume no, that... No, with anything. With anything. Yeah. Just, just assume. Yeah. Just assume that, like, a good portion of your uh, efforts need to go into fencing, more than likely. Like, yeah. Just go ahead and assume that straight up front. Fences are, are going to be a good thing. Good fences make good neighbors. Good fences make good farmers. And uh, good fences make good fences, which is just, it's something you should take pride in, in and of <laughs> itself, you know? You Ours need... have not been super no! good. And... <laughs> I've got no pride in my fence. Uh, so, me. we watch our 
Ram just kind of... Walk right under stuff. Walk right under. He's just like, what ups? My drats. Uh, it's because we don't have half of it electrified, because like they're supposed to be scared of the look of the wire. But He's less scared. He also knows that if he can get his head through, because he's not shorn right now, that... His wool will... We should just shear his back as, like, <laughs> just, like, a <laughs> conductivity spot on his back. Just a trail down the back. It's just the zapping area. Like an anti-mohawk. That'd be hilarious looking. An anti-mohawk. Yeah. Exactly. An anti-mohawk. We totally should. Uh, I also rediscovered a cookbook that I absolutely love. Will you grab it for me? No, right I will there. not grab it for you. I think it's from the, it's a farm journal. Okay, we found it at a thrift shop, is what I think we decided. And it's the country cookbook from the farm journal. And what was the date that it was published? Uh, it is got to be like 60s or 70s because it has a lot of uh, recipes with like aspic and gelatin. Are you like... 1959. Oh, 59. All right. Where you like, you know, make a salad and then put it in jello. And <laughs> you're like, they're like, it's ready to go to your party. But actually, it's got some awesome recipes we made. That don't include That aspic. don't, yes. That <laughs> are outside of the aspect. If you ever come across the country cookbook from Farm Journal. You should... The 1959 yeah. edition. Just scoop that up. Totally scoop They're it up. They're everywhere, people. Yeah, they might be online. Uh, you can find everything online now. We made uh, the molasses cream bars. Those were good. Those are super good. They, uh, they call them bars, but it's a cake. It's like a cake that you cut into It's a shortcake. Well, that's, that's not the same as shortcake, oh. though. But it's a, it's a short cake. It's a thin cake. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not a bar. You said bar. I was expecting more chewy. Oh. But it's it's definitely cakey. It's more cake like, yeah. Yeah. Not brownie like. It's got coffee in it. It's I would got say a brownie is more of a bar. Okay. A brownie would class count as a bar for me. This counts as a cake. All right. So molasses cream cake. Okay. Does that make you happier? Yeah. Uh. We made muffins. Man. And <laughs> we made muffins, man. We made potato scrapple. Potato egg scrapple. Uh we made He's going through what, what we I made. know, it's so it was a fun thing at the homestead. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I do love food. Uh, it was really fun to make all the food. Oh, I made for the first time ever well last week. Uh uh not custard. Oh yeah. Which was I thought delicious. You're less of in, less into custard. Though. I was less into custard. It was kind of a flan. Yeah, that's pretty much what custard is. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, I mean, it was okay. just wasn't my jam. Right. Uh, so, I think during the winter you kind of take to indoor activities more as much as you can. So, I mean, we have, uh, today we'll be working on rabbit grooming. Uh, and in trimming. the cold. Well, no, I was going to just bring them inside. Oh, were you? Okay, good. Good call. Good call. Uh, and watching to make sure our ram doesn't get out again. Yesterday, we walked him 
on his lead back to the. <laughs> Do you know what it is? He huh. knows when we're planning to go somewhere. It's every time we plan to leave, we walk out the door and he's standing out front. Yeah, at least that's one of the good things is that he doesn't. He he's so social that he has to come hang out with us. So he comes and just hangs out in the front yard. <laughs> Waits for us to come out, and he's like, "Hi guys!" He's waiting to kill me. Is what it is. He's waiting for me to get out. I need there to get so video of him me. when I take the sweet feed in in the mornings now, because he does his little like hop in the air and twist. Yeah, twist. It's oh, yeah, you definitely need video of that. Uh, but I guess that's all that's new at the homestead this week. But there it goes. I was waiting for the dog to breathe. It's. <laughs> Took a minute. Ooh, like thing of silence while I'm trying to figure out what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking. At, I didn't see any movement. So I was checking. Um, uh, oh, I, and in Fiberton Acres World, I finished one of our. We make little crocheted barns uh, that have little animals that go inside as a kid's toy, and we um, are sending one or sent one off, and um, the other one's getting finished for our other orders. So that's been fun. So if you want your own little animal menagerie, uh, your own mini Fiberton acres. Yeah. Why don't you call it that? Oh, that would be cute. Yeah. Well, why don't you call it that? When people are searching for stuff, they're not going to search for my mini Fiberton acres. Well, they should. Well, yes, they should, but they're not. I also found this a a knitting board, right? Is what they're called. Uh huh. And, uh, those are fun. I made a cape for my Rainbow Dash stuffed animal. She now has a cape just because I was seeing if I could do it or not, and I can, and it's cool. Uh, And, yeah, it was fun. I'm going to make a uh, a headband next for Ashley. I want him to make me a headband because it's double knit, so it's thick. Right. Cozy. I don't know what the difference is, but... That's but, cool. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, that's about it for the yeah, rambling just, portion yeah. of it. Uh, uh, and uh, let's see. This week in fences is our fence sucks. Uh, and we talked about our friends over at uh, the other podcast. Oh, yeah. Our sister podcast, uh, which is keeping like up with you the just, clampets. Like say that it's our sister podcast. Hey, Mike said it to me. Oh, he said it first. He was like, well, because we initially I was like, oh, you know, hey, we we got a new theme song so you can use yours. And he was like, I don't care if we have the same one. We're sister podcasts. (laughs) So, ha, I didn't make it up. Mike did. (laughs) And speaking of, thanks again to him for our past intro and outro. Right. Called Picking and a Grinning by Lefty Five Strings. And... Thanks to our current intro and outro. The Aeronaut by All the Apparatus, who is an awesome Portland band. Which is an awesome Portland band? I never know with bands if it's a singular or a plural. Oh, yeah. Because a band is a singular thing made up of multiples. But the word is singular, so I think you still use it. But the apparatus, all the apparatus, also implies a multiple. But if you're talking about the band... It's a singular. Right? The Killers are a good band. The Killers. Oh, wait, that doesn't work because you would still say, right? Yeah. Tell us what you think <laughs> <laughs> on our 
Facebook page or Twitter or It's all Fiberton Acres. All of those things. Look for Fiberton Acres. You'll find us on all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to tweet at me personally, I'm the one Rick. I think there's underscores in between those. R-I-C, by the way, no K. I occasionally actually use Twitter now. So that's oh. neat. Ashley does not ever. I have a Twitter. Her, it'll go into the, no, yeah. the vast void it's of nothingness. Not, it's not my thing. Um, but we do use our our Fiberton Twitter Yeah, from time to time. We do. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, this is the part of the show where we would normally do viewer mail. But. We don't have any, guys. <clears throat> Seriously, even if you know us personally and you could call us and ask us, just send us an email so we can do it on the show. Because, <laughs> like, we, we try to do, like, a 55-minute show. Info at, at FibertonAcres.com. Yeah, info at FibertonAcres.com. That's all and you guys do. And it's just literally how you would think Fiberton is. F-I-B-E-R-T-O-N-A-C-R-E-S.com. You're like... It's like how you think Fiberton is spelled. <laughs> Nobody thinks how Fiberton well, is spelled. it's like phonetic, Look right? Look at the name of the podcast you're listening to. Oh, yeah. It's just like Look that. Look at that. <laughs> Dork. Uh, keep an eye out um, on our Patreon page for our new updates that we're going to be releasing soon. Video updates and extra podcasts uh, that we promise will be awesome. We promise. We do. I mean, we're slightly biased, but... (laughs) (laughs) All our stuff is awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Social media, hit us up. Make sure to like, review, rate uh, this podcast on all your favorite stuff. Share it. I mean, just just share it on the Facebook, man. Come on. And, yeah, if you listen on iTunes... Oh, wait, here comes the four-wheeler. No, that's a truck. Oh, no, that's just a truck. Oh. Uh, Make sure to rate and review on iTunes because that helps other people find us. So um, we'd really appreciate that if that's how you listen. And yeah, I think I think that's probably about it. If you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know. Yeah, we're open to suggestions. Yeah. So, all right, thanks everybody. All right, bye. Bye. bye.